Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Brian Lehrer on WNYC and on the show this week during the membership drive, uh, we are ending every day by talking about a different hobby and we're going to end today and you know what? I lost my hobby notes, so I'm just going to get them. (laughs) I apologize right here. I misplaced my hobby notes. Um, So let's see. uh, the guest is Ellen Day, and the hobby is ceramics or pottery. Ellen, welcome to WNYC. I apologize for the confusion. Great to have you. Thank you so much. No problem. Do you say ceramics or pottery, or are they completely interchangeable? I find they're pretty much interchangeable. Um, pottery can be more functional work. But they're both ceramics. Ceramics is, encompasses everything that we do with clay. How'd you get into it? Actually, I started in high school. I, um, there was a pottery class, and I took a pottery class, and I was throwing on the potter's wheel. And I, the first piece I made um, was finished and was entered into the citywide art show. And it was it was accepted and it was shown at Lever House. So I guess I was hooked at that point. And um, I've been doing it ever since. And, and now I've got your title back in front of me. Sorry about that again. You're director of the Brick House Ceramic Art Center in Long Island City. What happens there? We teach pottery to beginners, to advanced. Um, we rent space to artists. And uh, we have year-round programming. We have um, artist talks, and we have a big holiday sale the second weekend in December um, where people can come in and meet the artists. And uh, we give private lessons, one-hour, two-hour private lessons, so you don't have to commit to a semester class. And um, we have uh, book signings and... um, we have uh, artists, the, some of the artists have come in as brand new beginners, and now they're selling their work and um, making a living at it. Do you focus more on what you might call sculpture, uh, you know, more abstract pieces, or functional pieces like plates and bowls these days? And can people do both as beginners? Yes, people can do both as beginners. And um our sculptural classes are more our hand building classes. Uh, you can explore sculpture if you'd like, um, but we also teach uh, how you can make plates and bowls and cups. Um, we so you pretty much start off making functional work, and um, but if you come in and you say that you want to make a sculptural piece and you know what it is that you want to make, um, the instructor helps you. Uh, 
do that too. When you say hand building, is that in contrast to working with yeah. a kiln or on a wheel or what's the right, right way to describe hand, that? Hand building, hand building is when you work with slabs and um, coils and you pinch the clay and wheel throwing is when you're on the potter's wheel and it spins. And that's and, quite an experience to be on the potter's wheel, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it takes a lot of patience and a lot of practice. Um, but some people come in and that's all they want to learn and they take to it and um, they don't even try hand building. Then others come in and they don't want to do the wheel and they start with rolling out slabs and making things. And you can do either. You can do both. Um and some people do. They combine the wheel throwing pieces with hand built extensions or altering the pieces. So you can do a little bit of everything. Besides wheel versus hand building, are there other schools of thought about the best way to do pottery, like where you get your glazes or what kind of clay you use, anything like that? Well, we use different clay bodies in the studio. We have a stoneware clay that um, is available to everyone to use. But if you'd like to try porcelain or different colored clay, that's available also. And um, we don't go to different temperatures in the studio, in my studio, but some studios do work with terracotta, which is a low fire clay, and they work with high fire clay. They do different uh, types of firings, a gas kiln versus an electric kiln. We do go out to Peters Valley and do a wood firing, um, which is firing a kiln, just stoking it with wood. And there are lots of options when it comes to working with clay. So depending on what you're interested in, you choose a, that type of studio to work mm -hmm. in. And in our last 30 seconds, is there any ceramics lore you can share with us like i saw there's something called a kiln god well we create a kiln god when we do a wood firing so that it sort of blesses the kiln because it's an atmospheric kiln and we're never quite sure how it's going to fire and so we put we create a little kiln god of our each person can create one or there's one for the kiln and we sit it on the kiln and it takes care of the kiln when we're not standing there watching it for it, you know. Um, another one is that clay has memory and whatever you do to it, it kind of remembers. So if you twist it one way and then want to twist it back, and it may in the firing twist back to the original huh. uh, shape because it has so, a memory in it. So Goes, much, does what so it wants much fun. To. Clay with a memory. Ellen Day, the <laughs> founder and director of the Brick House Ceramic Art Center in Long Island City. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll continue our hobby series to close out our show on Monday with a teaching artist from Glass Roots in Newark. <laughs>